Right. Got some beef with you. Oh my god, why? So earlier today we were talking about oh my god, what what if we live together? And then I heard from someone that you <laughs> said you said Rosie's cat isn't allowed in my room. So <laughs> Nix will not live. <laughs> she wouldn't she won't be allowed in my bedroom. Nix is not allowed. Well, I I wanna say that's fine, but um I mean you can say she's not allowed, <clears throat> but you will have to close the door. But if you close the door, she's gonna scratch at it. Not because she wants to go in, but because the door is closed. Can I just say one thing though, Rosie? Before mm-hmm. I said that, you showed me the scratches on your arm. Oh my okay. god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the last thing I want to be doing is sneezing away and then she's scratching my eyeball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay, let's see. I get it. Hi guys, it's Vicky and I'm here with Rosie. Hey guys. Um, so episode 11, we keep on going strong. Um, we've got quite a lot of catching up to do. We've mm-hmm. got Love Island coming up. Maybe I have found my Mr. Big. So mm. we're going to do a little catch up on Sex and the City. Um, celeb news, we've got Free Britney. There's more dramas on that. Demi Lovato, she's starting a talk show. Is that right? She is. And who's seen Ed Sheeran's new Bad Habits video? I've, a- yeah, I've heard of this. I think I might have seen a small picture of him, but you're going to show me later, right? Yeah, I was a little bit taken aback, but um, yeah, let's catch up. Let's catch up. So, Rosie, can I have a chat, please? Of course, anytime. Well, listen, um, after spending 24 hours with you, mm-hmm. I on paper, you actually fit the bill but <gasps> there is another girl that i'd rather do the podcast with <laughs> are you love islanding me <laughs> oh my god so have you actually watched it um no i mean i have been crazy busy and i've seen clips of the show pop up this week but yeah i've not seen any episode i've been watching it a couple things about it it's very dramatic already yeah, yeah. so oh i do want to say Last week, in last week's episode, when we were talking about our favorites, I did say that I liked the kind of blonde, Bibble West girl. I think I referred to her as Chloe. It's actually Liberty. Oh, I said, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's lovely. She's yeah, really I knew sweet. It. I knew it. I just thought, like, she kind of seems straight away kind of like an airhead, ditzy girl, which she said herself, basically. Yeah. But I could just tell, like, no, she just seems really genuine. Yeah, she, no, she's coupled up and she's really bouncing off. Um, from her fellow that she's coupled up with. So no, they're they're looking like kind of like a strong couple to be honest. Who Starting off, uh, Jake, which I don't know, just muscles. Okay, it's all muscle, <laughs> very, muscle and tan, very tanned. Yeah, uh, they all look the same to be fair. Um, but yeah, it's just been a little bit. The only thing I'd hate is the fact that I don't know if I'm getting older. Or if they're getting younger, because they're all like 24, 25. And it just makes me feel a bit like, oh, should I still be watching this? I mean, it's just trash telly. So it's, you know, it's good to watch. Well, do you mean as in the stuff that they're talking about? You're like, oh, this is too young. I'm too old to get into this kind of silly, petty drama. 
Or is it because they keep talking about trying to find relationships and they're so young? Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. I just so feel like... Less of the drama, more they're so young. It's like seeing five-year-olds talk about having a boyfriend. Yeah, basically. Oh. I just think like if you're 24, 25, go and enjoy your life. Why do you want to settle down? I don't know. Maybe that's just... Maybe because I'm so freaking old. <laughs> and I look back in my life, I just think, oh, maybe... You're just, uh, you're a grumpy old lady now. (laughs) I wouldn't say grumpy. When you see young people. (laughs) (laughs) Look at you, young and plumped up. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's a good topic because everybody's watching it at the moment. Everybody's chatting. Um, he's becoming a bit dramatic. One of the lads already, Brad, he's turned around and said to the, what, to the girl that he's coupled up with that, you know, he's not really into her. Now she's gone effing and blinding. That's the guy who you said was your favorite. Yeah. So wait, you were like, oh, he. Yeah, but I said it looks wise. That's it. That was only on looks. And he said, people think I'm a fuckboy, but I'm not. And I said, no, he's still a fuckboy. Yep. Is he? On, yeah, I wouldn't say he's still a fuckboy. I just feel like he he's on his interview. He came across like a very sweet boy with a nice personality and this and the other. And maybe we need to watch a little bit more of him to gaze of what he's all about. But I just feel like he's not as nice as some of the other boys for sure. He's got a little bit chip a chip on his shoulder. And I think he could have dealt with that situation a little bit better, saying to the girl that he's coupled up with, I think her name is... Yeah, so the the girl that he's been coupled up with is Faye. She definitely loves her lip filler, that's for sure. (laughs) God, she looks really pretty, to be fair, but yeah, she's a little bit too much. And then this new girl has come in called Chloe, and yeah, he's going for her now, so... Hmm, it's gonna be interesting. Is that where is that where you told me where they have like a little day trip and they go to maybe another house with some new people and then they might pair up with someone else? No, 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 that's not happened. That hasn't happened just yet. They probably would do that later on, in a few weeks' time. Oh, so he just basically swapped girls in the same house. Yeah. Oh. Well, no, they haven't done that just yet. So they've all coupled up. Chloe has come in a day later. But As she, a twist. But she was announced in the cast. Yeah. We've seen her before. Yeah. So we knew she was going to be in it. Oh, yep. interesting. And then, yeah, she's just basically had to get to know, she had 24 hours to get to know the boys. And then she just, they had an, uh, a couple up. Oh, what's it freaking called? Like a recouple up? They had a recouple up and she picked one of the boys called Aaron and, um, Aaron's couple at the time she got evicted there and then because Chloe picked him yeah but so no one knew that no, no one knew that that was going to happen she, she, she got a text know. she was like oh, did Chloe know that someone would be eliminated no she didn't know so everybody was a little bit shocked um so yeah that was quite sad because her name was Shannon and she was really sweet and quite a nice girl so I was looking forward to seeing what she was going to do but yeah, she was dumped on episode three, so she didn't stay long. Was she the first one voted out? Can you imagine that? Yeah, she was. Can you imagine that? Being the first one voted out? That's just the only thing. It's like, don't let me be the first one out of the show. You're fucked. Miley Cyrus says, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> well, there we go. So yeah, so Love Island is kicking up a storm at the moment. I can't wait for tonight. And we'll see what's going to crack up with that. 
And does it go on for a good few weeks? Six weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Big show. I know. Very, uh, it's a big investment. You have to really watch every night. Yeah. The funny thing is, right, as the couples are forming, the public obviously going to start voting for the couple that they think the more genuine to each other. And the one that you like, that Liberty, she's with Jake. And you could see that both of them are saying, oh, my God, we like, we feel like we're the same person. Um, we bounce off each other. And when they talk, they laugh a lot. Like he asked her, he said, oh, what would be your perfect day? And she goes, I'd love a date on a boat. And he was like, stop it. Me too. Yeah, they've got a lot of stuff in common. But yeah, the dramas are starting because another two boys are coming in tonight. So, yeah, let's see what happens. I reckon Brad's girl that he's coupled up with, uh, Faye, I reckon she's definitely going to go for one of the new boys. She's going to swap. She's going to get out of that. Oh, 100%. She's literally was saying to him, I don't even like you. And he, oh, God. I <laughs> know. Oh she was like... She was like, don't get me wrong, you're good to look at, but your personality is shite. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no, she was not shy to express her feelings on that one. But, um, yeah, I don't know, it's just be a bit of a different vibe this year, I think. And a lot of people have said that. A lot of my friends have said that. Well, do you think kind of, I mean, they've had a few seasons of it now, so maybe it's just kind of been bigged up so much that you expect something, but it's kind of lost that original... Do you know what I think? All my friends have said the same thing, and I don't know if it's because we are becoming a little bit older, but they all said they feel like they're just putting way too young people in there. They would they would have preferred like people like between 25 and 28, 29, because then we can actually, I don't know, relate more. They, yeah. You could probably say, okay, I can see why you go into the show. You actually want to meet someone to be with someone. But also you're more you're more likely to have been in a previous relationship as well if you're older. Yeah. But if you're going in just when you're like 19, 20 years old, it's like, have you seen a boy before? <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. So yeah, we'll see. We'll stick it out and see how it goes. Yeah. I'm enjoying it so far. It's something to do anyways, well, you apart always from football. Say you lo- oh God, don't talk to me about the football. <laughs> <laughs> I was in work the other day and the boys that we work with, are they love football. Um, and they were saying to me, oh, Rosie, football tonight. And they knew I didn't watch it. And I was like, yay, who's playing? And then they just stared at me and they were like, England. <laughs> I was like, oh, the place where we live. Oh my God, I know that place. I've been watching the football to be fair. It's been, it's quite a good atmosphere when you're down the pub with your mm-hmm. mates and, um, every, especially when England scores. So yeah, it's all right. It's good. Yeah. I'm quite lucky. I want, well, I'm kind of that typical kind of, girl where you know I don't like any sports and my boyfriend luckily for me he doesn't like sports he's more into games and gaming so he doesn't talk to me about football but he will talk to you about games he talks to me about Star Wars (laughs) (laughs) I love it though there you go perfect for each other so we decided we were going to talk about sex in the city this week we did because you decided to create a little nickname for someone. Yes, I did. So I hate saying the guy I'm seeing, the guy I'm seeing. It's just a, a little bit annoying. So I've called him my Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's six foot eight. So yeah, it makes sense. So there we go. Perfect nickname. So Kerry Bradshaw had um, her Mr. Big. Now I've got my Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Sex in the City? Oh, I used to watch it all the time. I loved it. 
I was a little bit, I remember, I remember I was watching on the TV and I was 16 at the time and my sister came in and she was a few years older than me. And then she said something like, oh, I don't think you should be watching Sex in the City. And then she stopped herself and was like, mm, I mean, I guess I was 16 when I started watching it. So I don't know. Was I, I wasn't too young to watch it. I was 16 and then it would have been out for a few years. Like I knew of it. But yeah, it wasn't... Um... I remember watching it when I was in my, like, 18, 19, 20. Yeah. Yeah, that was my... And then I remember I watched on my computer when I just watched loads of shows online. This was before Netflix and streaming. Um, yeah, I watched the, I think, just the last season, the sixth season online. Mm-hmm. It's quite good. Oh, I love a bit the of Sex ending. and the City. Do you know what? I wouldn't mind watching it from episode one all the way and a do rerun. a marathon. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the reason kind of why we decided to talk about it is because, well, first of all, we've never talked about Sex in the City on the podcast yet. And they are, I wasn't sure. It's like, wait, now are they going ahead with making the third movie? Mm. But it turns out they're actually just going ahead with a special 10 episode series on HBO called And Just Like That. Oh, like stop. she said, yeah. Oh, I love I it. But unfortunately, Kim Cattrall will not be returning. Shock. Why shock? I love Kim. I know. I love Kim. She's one of the best characters on there, to be honest. But I know she's had a little bit of beef with um, Sarah Jessica Parker Mm -hmm. behind scenes. So, Well, what have you heard? I've kind of heard they had disputes about who's getting paid more. And it's kind of very much based that Sarah Jessica Parker is the top dog. And then it's Kim. And I don't think Kim likes it. So I've done a little bit of research and then there's some stuff that I've heard throughout the years where they, well, I mean, yeah, I remember being years ago and my sister was telling me, oh, you know, that, you know, Kim and Sarah Jessica Parker, like they don't get along at all. They like hate each other, but they just film the show and show up to events and get along, which is kind of quite good little role models. Like you don't like someone, get still, over it. Yeah, you get still to go, work. go to work and be professional. And get paid. Smile, bitch. So... <laughs> Apparently, I think throughout the years, Kim Cattrall has always just said that Sarah Jessica Parker was not nice to her at all. And then I've heard rumors that, I don't know, I can't remember if Kim Cattrall actually spoke out herself and said that Sarah Jessica Parker, a lot of the time, would purposefully really push to make Kim Cattrall have lots of scenes where it was just kind of emphasized that she was older than the other girls. Like she had her 50th birthday party. There was episodes where Samantha in the show was maybe going through menopause and none Mm -hmm. of the other girls had that. And she kind of just felt like there was a lot of bullying. And apparently during the show, so originally when the show first aired in the late 90s, Kim Cattrall was the bigger star out of everyone, but Sarah Jessica Parker was the lead. And apparently Sarah Jessica Parker got better treatment. She got given maybe some kind of producer title as well on the show. And then also Sarah Jessica Parker, Kristen Davis, mm-hmm. and Cynthia Nixon, they all formed a clique together and mm-hmm. kind of left Kim Cattrall out. But I think it was more Sarah Jessica Parker's doing than the other girls, because I'm pretty sure Kim Cattrall is still friendly with the other girls. Yeah, I think so. So apparently in September 2017, that is when it was confirmed that Sex in the City 3... Why are you going to laugh? <laughs> so September 2017, it was confirmed that the Sex in the City 3 movie was not going to be going ahead. 
Apparently they had worked on and teased that there was a script in the works and that there was storylines, more chapters to be told in each of the characters' stories Mm -hmm. and to kind of bring everyone's story to an end. But it was not going ahead. Kim Cattrall was not going to be in the movie. She basically, she just said no. She wasn't going to do it. Then reports came out saying that Kim Cattrall was going to be in it because she was being very, very demanding. She was asking for more money. And also she was saying that she wasn't going to be in the movie unless more of her projects that she was also in and working on were greenlit by the production companies. So whether that was more movies that she was working on or TV shows, she was just being very demanding. She came out later and said that they're all false reports. She's been saying for ages that she wasn't going to do another movie. Mm-hmm. And that's that. So she's not going to be on on the next she's one. She's not going to. Well, is, so, it a, is it a series or a film? Well, see, that was when the third movie, they were trying to get mm-hmm. a third movie greenlit and have that out and have everyone on board for that. And Kim Cattrall was the only one who wasn't going to be in it. And then because of that, they weren't going to go ahead. Now... A couple years later, they're going ahead with that 10 episodes on HBO, that little mini-series. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they've, um, it's kind of been known in the industry that Kim and Sarah Jessica Parker have had this kind of ongoing feud. And I guess Kim Cattrall was like, I don't care how much money I get. I'm not being a diva. I just, I believe Kim Cattrall. She's just saying, look, I just don't want to do the movie. I don't like you know, some of the people that I'm working with, I don't want to have to work with them anymore. I'm in a position where I can say no, I don't have to take the job, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, there you go. Shame, though, because she was, she was one of the best. She was a fuck girl. I know, <laughs> I know. But for a little throwback, I do have a quick breakdown of every season, oh my what God. happened. Yes, yeah. Rosie! Check you out. Right, so season one of Sex in the City, it was 1998... It kind of just introduced the girls. To be honest, nothing really happened in the season. Carrie did meet Big. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the infamous episode where Carrie farts in the bed with Big. Oh, God. Do you remember? You don't remember? I don't think I do. There was the episode and she gets really embarrassed because she farts in the bed. No, I don't think I do. Oh, see, and this one, I need to watch it again. You gotta rewatch it. You gotta rewatch it. We don't spoil it for you. Um, it kind of introduced the other girls, but I think it was very centered around Carrie. And then at the end of that season, I think Carrie and Big were going to go to the Bahamas together, but she ended up not going with him. Mm-hmm. Season two, 1999. Again, it's just kind of Carrie and Big back and forth, which is kind of pretty much Carrie's whole storyline throughout. I mean, she dated different people all the time. So in this one, she ends up dating, she goes on a date with um, John Bon Jovi. I don't think he played John Bon Jovi in the show, but mm-hmm. he made an appearance on the show. Also, Justin Theroux, who used to be married to Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. he was in season one and two and Carrie dated his character. Samantha in season two, she dates a guy who was very old. She dates a guy with a small penis. And also, (laughs) Donald Trump makes a guest appearance in season two. Stop it. And a lot of people refer to Mr. Big, Carrie's love interest, as Mm -hmm. kind of a Donald Trump-esque character. He was just not so much the Donald Trump that we know today. It's more of that, like, very New York City-based homeboy. Tycoon, very big business guy, lots of money. Charming, though. Charming, very charming. Um, Miranda, I don't know if you remember, she buys an apartment by herself, yeah. but it was a really big deal because, I mean, I didn't take She was the lawyer notice. one. She was the yeah, lawyer. Yeah, she was the lawyer, great career. I mean, in the show, it was like a struggle 
for her to buy the apartment. I remember the episode where she's being shown around the apartment and the real estate lady with her almost doesn't want her to buy it. And she's saying to her, like, mm, it's it's quite big. It is it is very big. Lots of space. More than you'd need. And then Miranda's character goes, mm, well, you know, I have a lot of shoes. Which, go girl. But yeah, mm. I think that was a bit bigger, I guess, back then. Maybe in New York City or around. It was weird for women to buy, maybe to be able to afford such a nice place by themselves. I don't know. Probably. But can I say something, though? Mm-hmm. It was all about the shoes in Sex and the City. Shoes. And the fashion. Manolo Blahniks. Oh, my God. God, honestly, that's why I watched it all the time because the fashion was amazing. I'm pretty sure it was just one one person in the wardrobe basically picking out all the designs and they brought her back for the movies and everything. Oh, no. I remember when they released the trailer for the first movie yeah. and it showed the four girls walking down the street of New York oh, City my God. in their yes. clothes and they looked gorgeous, so glam. Um, nothing too much happened in, oh wait, um, Miranda in season two, she met Steve. Oh, right. That's when he came in and Charlotte, I have written down something about a dog, but then at the same time, I think in the sixth season she gets a dog, so I'm not too sure what happened with Charlotte. Moving on to season three, Carrie ends up meeting Aiden. We loved Aiden, to be honest. We did like Aiden. I did like him. I mean, he was definitely, he was different for Carrie and he wanted her to stop smoking and he seemed to be quite good for her. But I guess, I think she was missing some of the attraction with him. Yeah. He was quite hot, but he was not Mr. Big. He was not Mr. Big, but also, also in that season, she dates the politician guy. Oh. Can't remember the actor's name, but he also, he plays a politician like everything. He's in Mad Men. He dated... In Desperate Housewives, Gabrielle Solis, when she dates the mayor guy or the guy running for Congress. Anyway, he was in it. Um, Charlotte meets Trey, but they have issues. They end up meeting, getting married quickly, but he has issues in the bedroom. He can't get it up. Oh, shit. She wants baby. Yeah, because she married him and they never had sex together. And I think Samantha was saying, like, you got to test drive the car before you buy it. Yeah, well, but what do you do? That's a sticky situation. Like, if you keep at it, like, a few months down the line, you still can't get anywhere with it. I don't know if she was trying in the show. I think they kind of said they would wait, maybe. I can't remember. But then there was big issues with him just, yeah, struggling in the bedroom. When you say trying, do you mean? He couldn't get it up. And then I think not a great sign. No, there was an episode. I think he found no Charlotte found these like kind of weird fetishy dirty magazines that he had, and then she cut pictures of her her face out and stuck them. Oh on the my magazine. god! I actually remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bit psychoey though. I think that's a bit weird. Yeah, but she's just I mean, she's trying. trying. She's trying. She wanted to have a baby. <laughs> and then in that season like I said before about Kim Cattrall kind of being made feel like she's the older one and kind of having to take all those storylines um she there was some episode where she was convinced she had menopause oh really so you say say you had menopause yeah you're going through where she was going through menopause I like how you asked me about that (laughs) (laughs) how do I say it how do I say I've never heard of it in my generation no Season four was really, really big. So it's 2001. Carrie turns 35. She's kind of seeing Mr. Big, but I don't think they're serious. Mm-hmm. 
oh yeah, I think her friends are quite judgmental at this stage that she keeps on seeing Mr. Big because I don't think they're serious and all of her friends don't think that Mr. Big is good for her. Eventually, Aiden comes back into the picture and they actually get engaged in that season. Yeah. I think that's where she doesn't like the ring he gives her. She wanted to wear as a necklace, didn't she? I yes. don't know, but I think, oh, she, I when think she, she found the ring... And she was like, shit, he's going to propose. But she was like, whatever, he's going to propose. Yeah, great. But I don't like the ring. And then she just, she, I think she tried, like, said, oh, I'm going to wear it as a necklace. And then he got in a mood with her about it. I, I swear mood, there was yeah. a scene like that. Yeah, I remember her. I definitely feel like he was really good for Carrie and he was kind of ready to take the relationship to the next step. But she was kind of... I just, yeah, I just don't think she was that into him. And she would, she kind of just like led him on into this long-term relationship. And then she ended up cheating on him. Wait, did she cheat on Aiden? Yeah, no, she cheated on Aiden with Mr. Big. But then she had a little kiss with Aiden and cheated on Mr. Big when she was in there. Carrie is not a good girlfriend. (laughs) She's very, I'm the victim all the time. No, no. It was in, in the first movie when they went... Um, on holiday, on that girl's holiday, mm-hmm. didn't they? Yeah, that was in the first movie. Yeah, and um, she did call Mr. Big and told him, and then he got her that black diamond. Wait, do you, the second movie she kissed Aiden. Oh, was it? Yeah, they go to Dubai. Oh, that's it. But the, they also go on a holiday in the first one, because in the first one is where... Carrie and Big almost get married, but then that they kind of don't, and they break up, and then Carrie's really upset, and they go on the honeymoon holiday, that, but just the girls go. Yeah, no, no, not that holiday. When they go to Dubai, yeah. I was in Dubai. I thought it was Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I think oh. that's where. But yeah, she did tell him. Oh, no, she was naughty. She shouldn't have done that. But then they, were they married already? By the second film, they did get married. They ended up just getting married in private, just them two, because what happened in the first movie was they were set to get married, and then the wedding just kept getting bigger and bigger. Mr. Big starts to get cold feet, and then the day of the wedding, he leaves the church or the venue, but he changes his mind and turns the car back around. He's being driven. It's New York City. But at that point, it's too late because Carrie's already shown up there and people have told her, we don't know where he's gone. We don't know where Big mm. is. He's just gone. And she gets really upset. They end up seeing each other on the street. Their cars cross by, the limos. And then she gets out and you think it's going to be this big moment where it's like, oh, they're going to be like, I'm so sorry. I love you. Let's just get married. Let's do a small wedding. But she just starts throwing her bouquet at him. She's like, how could you? You humiliated me. I really and felt up, for yeah. her, to be honest, on that scene. She was quite good. And I love when she's upset and she's wearing her, I think, no, she's not wearing her wedding dress, but she's crying to Miranda. And she's like, I put a bird on my head for him. <laughs> and Miranda's like, is that what that was? <laughs> she had a big peacock in her hair. She I didn't gorgeous. like. No, I didn't like that look at all. I didn't. I didn't really care too much because she had like a red lip. I prefer more of like a natural, timeless look for wedding photos. Mm. And then she had the blue bird thing, but I did like the dress. I think it was just a bit too extra, and they done it on purpose, anyways. Well, of course, it's Sex in the City. They had the whole montage of her trying on wedding dresses. But I did like what she wore on the actual intimate wedding that she done. With Mr. Big. Didn't she just wear a suit with the heels? Yep. Classy. Oh, honestly, she looks so cute. Simple. It really suited her. I wonder, do you know what? Do you, okay, so then they go to Saudi, what is it, Saudi Arabia? They go to a foreign destination. Yeah. 
for a girl's holiday. Yeah, I think Samantha is able to hook them up with this like amazing hotel. And then they all go to wherever. That's it. And then I wonder, you know, after all of that and what happened with Aiden, she kissed Aiden, she told Mr. Big, she goes back to New York City. Then Mr. Big says, right, from now on, I want you to wear this diamond ring. It's a black diamond ring. And I want you to wear that because I want every guy over there to know that you're taken, basically. I do wonder how many black diamond rings got sold after that movie. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Because I can't remember that in the movie, Black Diamond Ring. Mm, yeah. I want one now. Darren. <laughs> Black, just let my soul, please. Continuing on with Sex in the City, season four, Samantha starts dating a woman and has some lesbian experiences. Charlotte and Trey separate, but they kind of have a bit of a, I think they're still kind of seeing each other on the side and Charlotte still wants to have a baby Carrie and Aiden get in a big fight. I'm guessing they break up. Miranda's mom dies. That was quite a big episode. Mm-hmm. Steve ends up getting, I think he has prostate cancer. And then also Miranda becomes pregnant. Oh, I know. And then there's that episode where obviously Charlotte really wants to have a baby and it's trying really hard and it's such a struggle for Charlotte. But then Miranda, who's very career focused, Miranda says she doesn't like kids. I don't, I think she even says she doesn't want to have kids. And that makes kind of Charlotte, they have a, not so much an argument, more of a confrontation where it's very obvious that Charlotte is quite upset because Mm -hmm. of the situation she's in and Miranda just all of a sudden gets pregnant really easily and quickly but yeah I think that was quite good um good things to show on tv good things to discuss and you know they move past it and I think Charlotte isn't going to be the best aunt to your baby oh I know she does get her baby though in the end I think she She has she has fertility issues and then at the end of the sixth season she ends up adopting a baby that's it yeah and then at the end of the first movie, she ends up getting pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Season five, there's more Carrie and Big. Carrie gets a book deal. Burger's introduced to the show. Do you know what Burger is? He's just a guy he's, that Carrie sees for like a season. Oh, who is he? Yep. I'm back in the game. Right. We looked it up. So Berger was another writer and then him and Carrie. I guess he was very sarcastic, witty. He's just like me. Just like you. Yeah, so he was introduced kind of, I guess, as a storyline for Carrie. Miranda has little baby Brody. Samantha, she's dating that guy called Richard. He's some kind of rich entrepreneur business guy. And she is starting to have trust issues because he's cheating on her. So she spends a lot of this season kind of worrying, is he cheating on me? Is he not cheating on me? Mm Mm-hmm. Charlotte becomes single. She's divorced from Trey, but she ends up hooking up with her divorce attorney, Harry. And what's really funny about it is Charlotte is such like a cute, prim and proper, like housewife. Yeah. Girly just loves to have everything neat and perfect, just wants that perfect home housewife life. And, and he's then she the meets Harry and he's just so more a bit rude, vulgar dirtier and it's so funny because he he thinks charlotte is absolutely gorgeous which is so cute she deserves a man that praises her like harry does Mm -hmm. 
Uh, oh yeah, he takes her back to his apartment and he has this weird stood bachelor apartment and he starts playing loud music and he's like, Charlotte, you're the most sexiest woman I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. I have to have you right now. And then I think they just end up having like the best sex ever. And she doesn't know why. She's like, there is no reason why I should be with this guy, but I can't get him out of my head. I'm so attracted to him. I love him. Aww. It's so cute. I love them together so much. Same here. See, opposites attract. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think so. Season six. So season six is last season. I think Carrie is dating Burger again for a while. She ends up meeting the Russian guy the who's Russian. to do with art. Yeah. Some Alexander blah 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 blah. Not gonna try pronounce his name, but people refer to him. Even in the in the show, they refer to him as the Russian. Mm. So she starts dating him. Miranda and Steve are not together, but they like each other and they're dating separate people. And then at Brody, their son that they share Brody's first birthday party, they end up, I think Miranda is just really upset because she's starting to, I think Steve always liked her more and she just wasn't ready for that long-term commitment relationship with him. Mm -hmm. But then when she saw him with someone else and then obviously they share a kid together, she was saying no, I actually love him. He's the guy for me and I want us to be a family. So during Brody's first birthday party, she confesses all that to him and then he turns around and says that he feels the same way about her and then they go on from there and obviously they're together for a while. This is what I like about Sex and the City. So they've got four different girls, four different lifestyles and not lifestyles, but they've got four different types of relationships. Yeah. And I feel like this is why it became so big because quite a lot of people out there, mostly girls, I'll probably say, could actually relate to that. Yeah. So, yeah. Charlotte in the season is, so she is married to Harry, or I don't know if she's married yet, but she's trying to convert to Judaism because yes, Harry is Jewish <laughs> and she's struggling because you can't just decide one day. I want to become Jewish. Let me just start attending the Mm -hmm. churches and the ceremonies and everything. You have to really study hard. And even the rabbi could just tell you like, no, you're not going to take it seriously. So I'm going to tell you, no, you can't convert. So she, um, she has some funny storylines with that. And then also Samantha meets Jared Smith. Oh yeah, the model. Sexy vegan model. And she becomes his sort of PR manager. And also in that season, Samantha gets cancer. That was huge as well. Mm-hmm. And her telling the girls. I think I remember something happened. It was during some kind of an event. And I think Samantha just straight up, I think she tells Carrie. And then something in the happens taxi. where, yeah, so she tells Carrie and then later on, she's not sure whether to tell the girls. And I think Miranda's complaining about something. And then she's like, what's wrong? And she just says, I have cancer. And then I think Miranda's like, oh shit. Aww. And here's me going on about something. But yeah, it was quite, I mean, I love the storyline of Samantha. She's never really in kind of long-term, very committed there for each other relationships. And she doesn't think that Jared, because he's much younger than her, mm-hmm that he would want to stay with her, but he does. And he sticks by her for years throughout the whole time she's being sick. And he has this, um, he's known for having his really long, thick, luxurious hair. And there's an episode where Samantha, because she's going through chemotherapy, she has to shave her head and he walks in on her when she's about to do it. And then he shaves his head as well. I know. So cute. So nice. So sweet. I love that in the show. She dumped him, though, in the end, didn't she? She said they had, she had to go their separate ways. Yeah. So, she was like, I love you. 
But I love me more. I know. <laughs> I love it. They are together for a while, but then I think his career starts to take off. So they don't see each other as much. And then obviously, yeah, I think she says for like the last five years, because he's also her client and mm-hmm. obviously she wants him to be the biggest star in the world. Everything is about him. And she's like, I need time for myself now as well. She got a dog and she started eating loads, didn't yeah, she? <laughs> she started to gain weight. She started eating loads. I think she had her 50th birthday party as well during that movie, which again refers back to where Kim Cattrall says that, you know, she was made feel like her character was the older one in the show. And they pushed so many of these like older narratives for her, which she felt was a bit unfair. Do you remember the scene where he's working, it's Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and she places herself on the table with sushi all around her body she places all the sushi around her body perfectly and he just he's very 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 late getting home i wonder how many um women done that after they saw that scene well i'd like to see how many women did it before and then how many women did it after and guys would you do it well i don't like sushi Whatever Darren likes, would you... Loads of sweets and stuff? Yeah. Would Um, you, like, lay... Say he's gone out, it's Valentine's Day, and then you've got all this sweet chocolate, would you lay on the table? Maybe with some jellies. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know, it kind of seems like a lot of effort. I think he would appreciate if I just gave him the chocolate or the jellies. I just feel like... What would you? I mean... The only, okay, I wouldn't mind doing it for the lows, but... It would be funny, like, if you saw the movie, like, the week before, and then it was Valentine's Day, and then you did it. But, okay, so you, what I've got an issue with, I'm sitting on the table, naked, with sushi all over me, covering my bits. I can only imagine my Mr. Big saying, mmm, oh, I was hungry and literally thinking about the food. Not thinking about like anything else. I don't know. I just feel like it is kind of interesting because do like, they... what do you do? How do you play it sexy? You've got all this food on you. Maybe you don't eat the food. Oh, let us know if you've ever placed food over your body and waited for someone to come home. Yeah, yeah. How strange. Hmm. We shall see. I might ask that question tonight when I ring him later. I might just say to him, "What would you? What would your reaction be?" If you found me, you know, on the kitchen counter and I had all this, like... Food covering you. Yeah. Covering your naked body. Yeah. Would you find us... I'll get you an answer. Thank you. You will. I look forward to it in next week's episode. But yeah, um, great sex in the city talk. And then, I mean, the very end, Carrie is asked to move to Paris with the Russian. And then she ends up hating it there because she's a New York girl. Mm -hmm. And then her girlfriends know that she's not happy. And then... They don't like Mr. Big, but they know that he will be... I think they start to realize maybe the timing wasn't right, but they are good for each other. Mm-hmm. So he goes... Yeah, he, he goes to her friends because I think maybe he wants her back. And then I think they give him the okay and say, yeah, go for it. So then he goes to Paris to get Carrie. Yes. And that's the episode where she's so lonely Aww. and she steps in dog shit. And then I think he sees her <laughs> or they meet at the fountains and... He says something to her. He says, like, Carrie, you're the one. You were always the one. You've always been the one, kid. He's, yeah, he said that to her. He always called her kid. But, um, I mean, if I wanted to be, you know, crazy girlfriend, I'd be like, well, you did marry another girl and you know I existed, so. Oh, yeah, no. 
he could have had it years and years and years ago. He's just he was just being an idiot, and they wasted so much time. I didn't know, they? I know, but they did end up together. So I know that's the main thing. Don't live in in regret. Moving on. Moving on. Have you heard that there's there was this uh, Mercury retrograde? So the last couple of weeks, everybody's been feeling really strange. The tensions are high. Everybody's tired. Everybody's fed up. The moods are low. Have you not felt that? Not now, not this week, but the last couple of weeks prior to that. Yes, 100%. I've been saying in work, everyone is so lethargic. It's just been everyone of my friends, they're either sick or they're just feeling like shit. Yeah, it just hasn't been a great couple of weeks. Um, and I was talking to one of my colleagues at work and he turned around and said to me, he goes, oh, there's too much mercury around Earth right now oh. in the atmosphere. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, Vic, honestly, this is called like mercury retro- retrogate. And I was like, really? So yeah, so I googled it and basically... Uh, typical Mercury retrograde effects include botched schedules, unexpected timing delays, and misunderstandings galore. Even our phones and laptops seem more prone to glitches during these periods, given that Mercury also rules technology. So it sounds like my everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just crazy. So the first retrograde of 2021 spans from January 30 to February 20 in Aquarius. The second time in 2021 that Mercury appears to cruise in reverse lasts from May 29 to June 22. And the third and final retrograde of 2021 lasts from September 27 to October 18. So yeah, if you're an Aquarius, Gemini, uh, or Libra, you're basically that. Here's your answer why you've been feeling so shit. It's strange, isn't it? Because I feel like everybody felt it. I think so. I mean, I don't really believe in those kind of horoscopes and um, all those kind of star signs. Well, I kind of thought it was to do with the weather because we were having great summer weather, and then all of a sudden, the last like three weeks, it's just been raining and it's been cold again. It's been gloomy. It's been miserable. It's been this weird, humid weather, but where it's cold and dark and damp outside, but yet it's still kind of warm. Yeah, it's weird. Everyone's just in a weird mood. No one can go on holiday because of COVID time. They're making it so difficult to travel. So it's just a bit of a weird mood sitch going on at the moment with the world but yeah i believe in horoscopes okay you can believe in them if you want to (laughs) i do believe in them i've always have believed in them to be honest i used to read them in the newspapers and magazines growing up as well but i just think they were always so broad like you could mix up all of the you know you know i'm virgo and all the leos gemini you could just mix them all up every week and basically like it just if you really believed in it and it would say like you're going to meet someone new in your life and you will find yourself progressing in something that you were failing at before just it's so it's all these weird things where it's you can basically attach that to anything in your life and make it fit Okay, I get that, and I do, I, I, okay, I hear you, I hear you, but at the same time, when they're saying, oh, Aquarius personality is this way, 
and Pisces is that way, then I can I can actually see these traits. But I, I can easily think... sorry to cut you, okay. but I can easily spot what personality and what horoscope of certain people. Okay, well what's Virgo? Well I don't know Virgos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, yeah, I just feel like they kind of give a rundown of what they say, you know, whatever, let's say Virgo is like, and then not all Virgos will believe it, but a certain amount will be like, yes, that's exactly like me. That's me to a T. And then they'll believe it and they'll, they'll carry it on and they'll run into, let's say, um, Scorpios who the terrible, the small pers- yeah, oh God, oh God. but they're the, terrible. But no, see, they run into people who, a small percentage of Scorpios believe in horoscopes and like, yeah, that's me to a T as well. So then they go around saying like, yeah, no, it's exactly right. It's exactly everyone's personality. I can tell. And I don't believe it. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. Oh, well, we'll have to agree and disagree. But apparently when it comes to horoscopes, the alignment, they've looked at it. I remember hearing a few years ago and everyone's is wrong. No, they were trying to add another horoscope in there, another zodiac, and this just did not work. It was all rubbish. But I, I truly believe there's something to do with the time you was born, the date, and the day. But you think that makes up your personality? In a way, yeah, I do. I really do. Obviously, life experiences and how like your parents have raised you, but there's so many traits that I can like relate to specific zodiacs throughout the years. So that I have come across. Okay, okay, one sec. Oh no, she's gonna put me on the <laughs> test. What's your zodiac? Aquarius. If you must know, Rosie, my parents had sex on their wedding night, and exactly nine months later, I appeared. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. Right. (laughs) Okay, so I looked up some of your personality traits. Okay. Would you say you're adaptable, easygoing, adjustable? Yeah, I like change. Outgoing? I'm definitely outgoing. Intelligent? Oh, I don't know about that. um, um, I like to make my brain work. Indecisive, impulsive, indecisive, indecisive. Yeah, sometimes Mr. Big hates it when we order food because I literally need a good solid ten minutes to decide. Impulsive. Oh yeah, I can be like that with shopping. Last one was nosy. Mm, I like to know what's going on, but I'm not gonna. It's not the end of the world if. Mm, interesting. So I just read you the personality traits for Gemini. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the important <laughs> If you okay, like well, it. Why don't you bring up Aquarius? If you like it, you like bring it. But Aquarius, just, my point <laughs> is you can fit it to anyone. Right. Can you bring Aquarius? Because now you're making me <laughs> bring Aquarius. Whole, you can't. Once you leave my flat, you're not going to see the world the same anymore. <laughs> she tricked me but i get what you're saying i'm not disagreeing with you i'm really not disagreeing but there's certain traits that i can see some traits here that are you all right go on right assertive yeah well it says not one for going at the flow but i feel you are it says aquarians make their own mind up and then stick to it yeah analytical original 
humanitarian. What are these ones? Jeez. <laughs> Independent. Yeah, definitely easygoing. It says typical traits. What website are you on? This is just Google. So the other one came up really quickly, but this one... It's because now we don't trust you. The universe is Yeah, I know, I know. It's like... How dare you done that to an Aquarius? I will read something about Aquarius for you. So it... Well, okay. It says, when you're seeing an Aquarius, you'll always feel comfortable and at ease. You can be your true self with an Aquarius. I feel like that with you. Mm-hmm. Cons, sometimes Aquarians are too much in their head and very little in their heart. Emotions can be a little troublesome for them. I definitely would say that sometimes you can get in your head. Mm-hmm. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. Emotions can be a little troublesome for them. Um, I mean, I haven't seen that with you, but maybe in relationships you might find that way. You mm. might feel that way. Keep going. This is a weird article. Well, you you tell well, you, I guess you did tell me some stuff. Okay, my point is, it's bullshit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I do, I do believe well, those things. What stars are you, Virgo? With a little smirk on her face, the non-believer knows her star sign. Hardworking. Yes. Are you actually you know. reading your one or are you this reading is, my I, one? This is this is Virgo. <laughs> yeah, go on. You're like never trust me again. <laughs> Do you think I'm creative? Very creative. Throw themselves in creativity. Reliable. Yes. Patient. Very patient. You think I'm patient? Yeah. Okay. Kind, critical, stubborn. I wouldn't say stop. I feel like maybe sometimes in my relationship, maybe. Mm-hmm. And overthinking. Yeah, that's me. Oh. Well, Everybody heard that. <laughs> okay, well, Vicky, you're hardworking. You creative? Um, I can be. You can be. I think you're reliable. Yeah. You can be patient, kind, critical, definitely stubborn, overthinking. See? Okay, okay, I get it. But I'm telling you now, Rosie, certain horoscopes have got certain traits. Yeah? And you can really spot that. Uh, well, not you, but I can spot that in certain people. For example... Okay, wait, wait, wait. What's Darren? Well, bloody hell, I've spoken to Darren <laughs> three times. Guess. I can't just guess like that. So if I say it, you're not going to be like, oh yeah, I, would, that, I knew that. Darren's Virgo as well. Well, I bloody knew that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's, a, here's an example, yeah. One of my friends, she went on a date with someone. And she was basically, and a, a trait that the Aquarius have is that we are into horoscopes. That is I can one of see that. Yeah. I'm a believer just from that. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my friends, she went on a date with this guy, and she was saying, "Oh, he's like this, he's like that." Before she even told me, and I said to her, "I bet you any money, he's an Aquarius," because that's the way I think. And she was like, really? She goes on this date. He sits her down. He asks my friend what horoscope she is. So then he could go back and speak with his nan or one of his family or auntie or whatever. And then apparently one of the aunties or the nan was very much into it. So then she could give him a proper reading. Because people say certain star signs are good together. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Like, I don't get on with Scorpios. They're just too, like, too much of a tough 
Um, we're, we're very strong-minded and we just don't meet in the middle at all. So me and Scorpio is, is a no-no. But when she told me, she was like, Vicky, you'll never guess. He's a bloody Aquarius as well. And I was like, I freaking knew it. I just freaking knew it. From every little bit that she was saying to me about him, I was like, I'm telling you now, he's definitely an Aquarius. I don't always get a spot on. No, I don't. But, uh, for example, I've got quite a few girl mates that are Geminis. And I get on really well with Geminis. So, there you go. Obviously, I'm not saying it's completely ridiculous. Stop wasting your time. Because if that's something that you enjoy and you like reading and you kind of... It could be similar to when you read those little kind of positive affirmations in Mm -hmm. the morning. And, you know, that's just part of your day. It's just kind of... Yeah, just like part of your little routine, part of your interest. Maybe we should read the horoscopes at the beginning of each episode. We can have further discussions of the possibility of reading them out of each episode. (laughs) Can you find um, like really quick ones that maybe we could shout out and they're like maybe weekly ones? Yeah, I could do that. So for next week's episode and then we can do like a quick little say everyone's maybe. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to call them horror scopes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to introduce our Britney segment, Vicky? It's Britney, bitch. Right, so we've been talking a lot about Britney Spears addressing the court, finally speaking out, saying that she's not happy in the conservatorship. She's been very depressed, miserable, finds her father abusive, doesn't want him to be in any way a partner in charge of the conservatorship. Mm Mm-hmm. So she did speak out to fans on Instagram, basically telling people that, you know, her life is nowhere near perfect. Nobody's is. She's no exception. And that she even apologized to fans for saying that she was okay when she wasn't. Because obviously all those conspiracies were going around saying like, oh my God, is Britney Spears okay? She's being controlled. That's not really her posting those stuff on her Instagrams. It's her team behind everything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so Britney Spears seems to be, I know she took a trip to Maui with her boyfriend, Sam Asghari. So things seem to be going quite well for them. Jamie Lynn Spears, Britney Spears' younger sister, spoke out publicly because she was getting a lot of backlash because obviously during Britney's court hearing, she said that she wanted to sue her family. Yeah. She said that her family has been living off her for years. Jamie Lynn spoke out and says that she absolutely loves her sister, but she never said anything because she thought, well, if my sister isn't ready to speak out about it, I'm not going to speak out unless she's ready. Yeah, I get that. But I still think wouldn't she shouldn't she have said something to her parents to her dad to try and get him to ease off the conservatorship for a while oh you know that's the thing though as soon as you say something you don't know what feathers you might ruffle up ruff rattle rattle ruffle ruffle you ruffle the feathers (laughs) you don't rattle the feathers (laughs) what is that with me but um coco pops yeah (laughs) but yeah um, so I reckon that's why she didn't, she, she probably didn't want her ba- her dad on her back, so. Probably, yeah. Just came out today, so today we are recording on Friday the 1st of July. I'm reading from Variety, and they reported that a judge has denied Britney Spears' request to have her father removed from her conservatorship. Now this is what, this is part of what she, her and her lawyer filed back in November to remove her father from the conservatorship and then not to completely 
and the conservatorship. This was just to remove her father from his role in it, and then it would still continue with the other co conservator. Mm-hmm. Spears's attorney had filed a request to remove Spears's father back in November 2020, stating that his client was quote, afraid of her father and would refuse to perform again if her father continued to be in charge of her career. So basically, that was filed back in 2020, in November. So at first, people were like, whoa, 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 Britney Spears just gave a speech and saying how she's been, the conservatorship has been very abusive towards her. It's been going on for over a decade. She wants it to end. She's miserable. She's depressed. It hasn't helped her. It's only been worse for her. So people were like, wait, wait, why is her father still in charge of her conservatorship then? And then it turns out when people found out, oh, no, no, it's from November. But it's the same judge and it was only signed yesterday on June 30th. So when the judge signed to continue to have Jamie, Brittany's father, Mm -hmm. in charge of her career, the judge had already heard Brittany's speech about her not being able to have kids or get mm-hmm. married, you know, being made to work when she didn't want to, being overworked, her being upset, being forced to take medication, being forced to go to rehearsals or else she wouldn't get custody of her kids, she wouldn't have any money to spend. So a lot of people are mad at that. Even though this was filed all the way back in November, yep. people are annoyed because, well, the judge already heard Brittany speak out just a week ago. And she still decided to keep her father in charge of the conservatorship, even though Brittany has said, he's abusive to me. I'm afraid of So him. nothing has changed? Nothing has changed. Wow. Oh, my God. It just infuriates me, to be honest with you. But what can you do? I guess, unfortunately, I think it's just going to take a while. Yeah. Also, that came up. We didn't really speak about it, but Britney Spears' lawyer... After Britney Spears made her big speech and spoke to the judge just speaking out on her conservatorship... It turns out her lawyer, who was appointed to her by the court, because when Britney Spears hired an amazing lawyer and they told her, no, you're not meant to be, you're not mentally capable of hiring your own lawyer. Mm -hmm. We're going to assign one for you. He said that recently they had a 90 minute session together and it was three times longer than any session they've ever had. Now, I have an issue with that because he's literally in charge of her whole life. Mm -hmm. He's her lawyer. He's never spoken to her for more than 30 minutes at a time. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely horrible. And also, I don't think we mentioned when I was explaining, you know, everything Britney Spears was talking through, she said that she wasn't informed that she could petition for the conservatorship to end and that something came up in recent years about Britney Spears wanting to get married and the judge even said, maybe don't tell her about if whether or not she can or can't get married just in case she wants to get married. <laughs> So they've actually been withholding information from Brittany, even her own lawyer. So oh, there you go. It's all money. Yeah. They just want to drag it out and just get money from her. And also that lawyer, he gets paid so much money last decade, he's made approximately $3 million off Britney Spears. And he doesn't even have to speak to her for more than 30 minutes at a time. Wow. That's absolutely ridiculous. That is disgusting. Finally, to end things, we've never talked about Demi Lovato. But she often gets into a lot of controversies. One recent controversy was she decided to come out against this small, like, kind of ice cream or froyo little business in California. Right. And she gave out to them and called them out because she said that they were promoting unhealthy eating because they had, like, sugar-free options. And she said it was triggering for her. The whole internet came after Demi, said that she was more in the wrong you know, those are your issues. You shouldn't put them on other people, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so Demi Lovato, she's often getting into little scandals like that. 
where she kind of really pushes her own issues on other people, starting to get very PC. She's coming out with her own show, which will premiere at the end of the month on Mm -hmm. July 30th on the Roku channel. Guests of the series include Lucy Hale and Nikita Dragon. So Nikita Dragon is like a kind of controversial YouTuber. Mm -hmm. So that will be interesting. And then topics that they will be discussing on the show include police reform, feminism, trans rights, mental health, and UFOs. Hmm. Very strange show, but the reason why I'm mentioning it is because I just feel like a lot of weird drama, possible scandals might come out of it. So we might have some interesting topics and some some very strange things that Miss Demi Lovato might come up with on her show. So we will keep you updated. Just one last thing. I've just got to show you this Ed Sheeran. Okay. Oh, Heath, yes, Heath yes. Ledger's Joker. He's, he channels Heath Ledger's Joker as he teases new Bad Habits video. I just want to show you a picture of it. I feel like he's, I don't know what show he's me. doing. Like, I was just a little bit shocked. I was thinking, what is going on? Okay, Rosie. So now you've seen a little bit of the clip from Mm -hmm. Ed Sheeran's Bad Habits video. What do you think? Definitely very, very different from him. When I first heard the music, Mm -hmm. it sounds like another old song. Like maybe a slight, like maybe they sampled it a tiny bit. Mm. I can't remember. I'm not going to guess it. But it does sound like a similar song before the music actual part of it anyway. Yeah, it's so strange for Ed Sheeran because he was very just like, he just enjoyed being, you know, dressing simple and yeah. having his guitar and going out on stage. And he was that very normal guy where when you first see him, you don't expect much. And then his talent just blows you away. Yeah. I don't know if this is something to do with maybe his label is pushing him to be a bit more quirky and edgy just because we haven't heard anything from Ed Sheeran in quite a while. So I don't know if he's trying to make a bit of a, a bit of a comeback and by doing something shocking or if just he decided himself, I want to do something a bit different, a bit more fun. It reminds me, what's the actor, what's the singer the sh- with the half green, half black? Billie Eilish? Yeah, I don't know why I'm getting a tiny bit of like that vibe of Billie Eilish. Well, they're not the same, obviously. But it's just like they're out there. They're being a bit extra. I definitely feel like music videos the last few years, they haven't been as big as they used to be. And they kind of have this, they kind of continue to have this kind of comeback and then they die down again. And maybe I kind of see there's a lot of people kind of saying, well, oh, did you see this new music video, mm. this new artist? Maybe so, they've done that for that reason. Maybe. I think maybe, I think the main reason is because they just, I'm assuming it's a lead single and they're kind of reintroducing Ed Sheeran back in. Maybe he was on a bit of a holiday, a hiatus. He's been writing music and he's ready to come back now. And yeah, I just think they wanted to do something a bit different to get all those headlines. I mean, Mm. we've never talked about Ed Sheeran before. Now we're talking about him because he put out a weird video. See? It works. It works. Should we make a weird music video and try to get it to go viral? Yeah. I mean, I don't know about the music video, but we could do a little video of something. We should try to do, um, like, a TikTok. We should, I'm not doing a TikTok. We should do oh, <laughs> We should do a little podcast video. Definitely. Would you let me um, dye my hair black? Why? Because then they can say, how can they call themselves the Blonde Summit if they're not even blonde? You're... We could be the talk of the town. You're under um, contract that you cannot dye your hair. (laughs) You can only bleach your hair. (laughs) Oh, and on that note, guys, 
Thank you so much to everyone for listening to this week's episode of Blonde Summit Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Blonde Summit. See See you you next Tuesday. Tuesday.